This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey. That guy over there just asked for your info, the bartender said, which made me turn and look around. Oh, he's gone. As you can see, I'm sitting at the bar of a five-star resort. No, I'm not rich. Instead, I took out all my savings and decided to splurge them on enjoying every single last day left of my life. It all started months ago. I had this constant aching and exhaustion, I blamed work stress, but my symptoms grew worse. Eventually, I went to the doctor and sat there in stunned shock as I heard the words cancer and progressive. The next few weeks were a whirlwind of hospital appointments and treatments. I had chemo and my lovely long hair fell out. I just felt tired and hopeless all of the time. Enough had I had this. I stopped the chemotherapy, quit my job, and decided to enjoy the little time I had left. The Hawaiian beach is so beautiful. Then suddenly, someone walked straight into me. Ugh, their drink soaked me. I heard them say, Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Oh, hey, you're the girl who sat alone at the bar earlier. I looked up, and wow, he was handsome. I shook my head and insisted it was my fault for not paying attention. After that, he joined me for a walk, and we started chatting. Oh, his name is Blake, by the way. So, the next day, I asked him out for lunch. I don't have much of an appetite these days, and the most I could do was staring down at my barely-touched plate. Then, I knew I needed to be honest with him. Hey, Blake, I really like you, and want to get to know you more, but I have cancer and don't have long left. At first, there was a sickening silence, but then he took my hand, and can you believe it? He said he wanted to get to know me, too. The next few weeks with him were magical. Then we came back to the city and continued dating. Blake was so amazing and constantly showered me with love. One night after dinner, Blake drove us up to this hill. 
He said he wanted to show me Orion's belt, and it was so romantic. I didn't want to ruin the moment, but there was something I needed to tell him. Blake, I saw the doctor today. He said that nothing has changed. Although he didn't mention it, I guess I don't really have much time left. My tears streamed down my face. I've had the best time with you. I really do think I love you. Suddenly, Blake got down on one knee and asked me, My darling Lucy, will you marry me? This is the least I can do for you. I was speechless, so I nodded and then held him tightly in my arms. I was too happy. I couldn't help sharing our love story on social media. Soon, thousands of people were liking and sharing it, saying what an inspirational couple we were. This was crazy, but amazing. Their support made me feel like I could take on my cancer, the world, everything. I started noticing that Blake was getting a lot of attention from other girls. They knew he was the guy who proposed to the dying girl, so they seemed to flock around him and admire him. Then one day, when we were at the wedding dress store together, I stepped out of the fitting room in this beautiful gown, feeling like a princess. But then I spotted Blake talking to some other girl. She touched his shoulder, and I overheard her say, Your fiancé is very lucky to have you. Then she leaned in closer to him. Blake? I hissed at him. Baby, how do I look? He turned away from the girl and stared at me. Yeah, gorgeous. He awkwardly smiled. I couldn't help but feel terrible. I know he's an attractive man, but he was about to marry me. It was not nice at all having him flirt with someone else at my dress fitting. Still, I tried to put it all aside, as I wanted to enjoy what little time I had left. The wedding was a dream come true. It was such a magical day. Then right before our honeymoon, I went to see my doctor. To my complete and utter shock, he told me, I'm pleased to inform you that you're in recovery. Oh my god, I couldn't believe my ears. I was getting better? I rushed home and told Blake the good news. Only his reaction wasn't what I expected. His face dropped, and at first he was speechless. Then he stuttered, Congrats, honey. Hmm, what did that even mean? Regardless of this, our honeymoon was marvelous. My appetite was back, and I was making the most of it. Yum! Food tastes so good. This didn't go unnoticed by Blake, and he tutted, Can you try chewing more gently? Whatever. I was intent on enjoying my food. When we arrived back home, I moved into his apartment. For God's sake, there were dirty plates and smelly socks everywhere. How could someone so meticulous about their looks live in such a state? I told myself that it was fine. I loved him, so I could learn to love his mess. <sighs> Being alive felt so good. So admittedly, I may have overdone it on the snacks. Cake, meals out, and yeah. I'd gained some extra pounds, so household chores were a bit too much for me. Besides, why should I have to do them? It was his mess. But one time, when I was sick of his stinky underpants everywhere, I asked him, how can a guy who looks like you live in this rat hole? Go clean up. But he ignored me and went straight to bed. 
and it took no time for his loud thunderstorms to follow. What the hell? Where was the kind, charming man I married? Fed up, I tried my best to clean up the place a little bit. I was out of breath and sweating a lot. My head was super itchy, so I took off my wig and scratched my scalp. At that moment, I heard Blake screaming, and when I turned around, he was clutching his face in fear. Baby, what's wrong? I rushed to him. Oh, I got it. I laughed out. It was just too uncomfortable to wear this wig, so I took it off. That's all? But look, my hair is growing back again. Shaking, he stuttered. You were wearing a wig this whole time? You look terrifying. Well, yeah, I suppose jagged growing hair made me look quite creepy. (laughs) Shouldn't you be happy for me? I mumbled and forced a smile while trying to put the wig back on. Knowing that I was able to live life again was incredible. But living Blake with my moody, uncaring husband, now that wasn't so great. One evening, he came home from work in a foul mood and started shouting at me for not tidying up. I told him I shouldn't have to, as it wasn't my mess. He scowled at me. I single-handedly provide for the both of us. Come home to see you chilling on your huge backside, and you dare talk to me like that? You're the one who needs to get up and work, since you eat double the amount I do. His words hurt. So with teared-up eyes, I said to him, How dare you talk to me like that? Blake was about to say something, but he paused, then just sighed. Look, I'm sorry, babe. I know you're recovering. I sharply stared at him and said, I didn't do anything for dinner, so let's eat out. I was enjoying my rotary chicken. It was so good that I might have taken too big of a bite, and it lodged in my throat. Soon I was choking, I couldn't breathe. Afraid, I looked at Blake for help, but he was scrolling through his phone. Then to my disbelief, he walked off to the bathroom. I kept thudding the table to call for help. Luckily, a waiter rushed over and hit me real hard on the back, and I managed to spit the piece of chicken out. When Blake returned, I angrily asked, How the hell could you leave me like that? What are you talking about, baby? I saw you enjoying your food. Are you done? Let's go home. Oh, he definitely knew I was choking. What a jerk. Everything I once thought and expected from him shattered. He was willing to let me choke to death over helping me. The problem was our love story was so famous now. And even though I knew Blake and I couldn't bear each other, the thought of us breaking up and being heckled by others made me feel so sick. I guess I was stuck with him forever. So we had to continue tolerating each other. Then one evening, while I was munching on potato chips and watching TV, my phone rang. It was a strange number. Hello? Are you Blake's wife? Blake's been in a car accident, and we really need you to come here. I froze for a few seconds. Sorry, wrong number, and hung up. My phone rang several more times, but I didn't answer. The guilt started to creep up on me, so I grabbed my bag and rushed to the hospital, The nurse told me to sign some papers so Blake could have his surgery. With a pen in hand, I hesitated. Excuse me, where is the organ donating section? I asked. My husband is willing to donate if anything bad happens. This is not the right time to ask me that question, the nurse yelled at me. 
Right at that moment, Blake's parents rushed in panicking. I gave them the papers and sneaked back to the apartment. After that, I thought long and hard about our relationship. It had been so passionate at first, but I realized I didn't love him at all, and neither did he. All our decisions were made intensely quickly, based on the idea that I might die later. We were too stubborn to admit defeat and walk away, and now we were miserable. A few weeks later, Blake came home in a wheelchair, and we both sat in awkward silence. Then I broke the ice. That night, when I choked at the restaurant, Did you ignore me on purpose? Blake answered me with another question. Is it true you wanted to donate my organs instead of helping me get my surgery? I replied, I'm sorry. That was the only way I could briefly think of to get out of this marriage. He sighed. I know. Me too. I think we're just too similar, and that's why we don't work. He paused. I think it's time we put an end to this. So finally, we stopped putting up with each other and filed for a divorce. People on social media were furious and posted a lot of venomous comments, such as, so much for being an inspirational couple, and this screams out scam marriage to me. I decided to close all of my online accounts. Their opinions don't matter anymore. I have my family support. That's more important. Surprisingly, I'm still friends with Blake. Hey, we went through a lot together, and he's not all bad. I just never want to live with him ever again. <laughs> I even met my current boyfriend through Blake, as he introduced me to him. How funny is that? Sometimes things don't work out as planned, but that's okay. Living a lie just to save a bruised ego is much worse. Oh, by the way, this is my real hair. I am now completely healthy. Remember, you only live once, so make sure you don't waste your time trying to please others, and instead, you embrace life and live it at its best. Ew, there's a fly in my drink! That's so gross! I'm not paying for this! The kid shoved the cup of lemonade in my hand, then ran away. I just saw you drop it in! And it's not even a real fly! Hey! Stop! I shouted after him, but it was too late. He'd gone. And now, so had the rest of my customers. Dang it! That was the third time this week, and I knew exactly who was behind this. Michael! I glared over the fence, then charged towards his lemonade stand. Seeing his fake grin... I got even more furious that I poured the cup of lemonade over his sneakers, snatched a dollar bill out of his hand, and then walked off. You see, I'm Amy, and I'm the kind of girl who knows what she wants and gets what she wants. And what I want is for Mike to admit defeat and stop messing with my business. Ugh! I've been on this mission for the past ten years. I kid you not, it's a literal war between us. It's not fun in games at all, especially now that we have our parents involved in this. You see, my parents and his parents are best friends. In fact, they're so close that I'm pretty sure back in the day, our moms planned their pregnancies together. So me and Mike were born only a week apart. And of course, I was born before him. So there's that. 
I've won right from the first round. In your face, Mikey. But even worse than the joint birthday parties, shared vacations, and being classmates with him for over a dozen years, I have to live next door to him too. Yep, our parents deliberately moved in next door as they thought raising us together would be fun. They dreamed of us being the best of friends like them. Ugh, no chance. Instead, our disliking for each other began at an early age. Whenever Mike came over, he would throw my Barbie dolls across the room, cut the hair off of them, or wrap my dollhouse in toilet paper. So I retaliated by turning his room into a Lego minefield. Ha! And then I drew flowers on his stupid face while he was napping. Our parents put this down to the cute little things kids did, but nothing about this was cute. This meant war. Our feud heated up once we started to go to school. Everything was a contest between us, from grades, school activities, and even just for the window seat on the school bus. Once, before the summer holiday started, our teachers suggested that over the break, we could have fun helping out our parents with some useful activities, like making homemade goods and selling them in our front yard. Upon hearing that, I caught Mike's challenging look and knew that this meant one thing. Okay then, game on. On the first day, I got up early to set up my lemonade stand out in my front yard. But then I looked to my left and guess what I saw in dear Mikey's yard? Yep, a lemonade stand. Ooh, why did he have to be such a copycat? We both seemed to attract lots of customers, but I don't know if it was just me, but it seemed like he was selling more than me. So over the summer, I used my profits to upgrade my lemonade stand little by little, with eye-catching decorations, promotions, and I even added lemon snow cones to my menu. Finally, my queue seemed notably longer than Mike's. The snow cones were doing the trick. But then, a loud speaker sounded out from next door. Come and try my new iced tea! Handmade using my secret recipe! Try it today at an introductory half-price offer! To my utter dismay, most of the people in my queue left and went over to Mike's stand. Oof, the sneak. Then worse, he started blasting out catchy tunes to catch people's attention. That summer ended. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. But it had kickstarted the entrepreneur dreams in our little hearts. So throughout the next summer breaks, we continued to grow our businesses. 
I expanded my stand to sell a selection of drinks, snacks, and fast foods, with delivery service too. Once, with my friend's help, we even included a car washing service. Another time, we opened a little creche in our garden so busy parents could drop their kids off for a couple of hours and also grab a drink to go while they were there. Sounds good, right? But you know what? Whatever I sold, whatever I did, a couple of days later, Mike went and did the exact same thing. And then he had the cheek to accuse me of copying his ideas. Ugh, he was so annoying. Anyway, now at 17, what started out as a fun hobby expanded so much that I opened a mini diner in my garage. At first, it just made sense, as it meant I had customers regardless of the weather. Plus, there were also a few tables outside, and not to brag, but the seats were rarely empty. But then, of course, you guessed it. Mike went and turned his garage into a mini diner, too. Oof! Our diners became well-known hotspots in our neighborhood, and they proved so popular that our parents continued to run them all year round. I was mad that whatever I did, Mike went and did it, too. Then, to bug me further... He sent his friends around on a Saturday, and they just sat there taking up all of the seats, while only ordering Cokes. So, I sent my friend Cynthia around to his diner, and she pretended to have food poisoning after eating their food. Then she proceeded to fake gag and ran to the restroom back and forth until the customers all freaked out and left. But then he started to spread negative feedback about our place on the internet, and I did the same in return. Ugh. There's no ending to this fight ever. But I will never back down. I knew Mike had a huge crush on this Stacy girl in his science class. And one time after school, I saw him leading her into his house, probably to bore her senseless bragging about his lousy business again. So I quickly put on makeup and changed into a cute dress. It's showtime, baby. I went over to Mike's house right on time to see him serve Stacy some of his restaurant's signature dishes. I put on an act and jumped on him. You're cheating on me with this girl? She has nothing on me! How could you? I continued to make a scene, pulling on Mike's hair and screaming, until Stacy looked super awkward and made an excuse to leave. Result! But uh-oh, Mike didn't seem to see the funny side of this. I'd actually never seen him look this mad before. His ears went bright red, then he shouted at me. Amy, competition or not, have I ever interfered in your private life? You've crossed the line this time. He knocked over the drink he'd made for Stacy, then sneered as he walked away. Seeing as you let yourself in, you can let yourself out. So, seemed like I'd won this round, but why didn't it feel good at all? And more like embarrassing. After that, Mike wouldn't even look me in the eye. Whatever. I mean, he would soon mellow down and mess with my business again anyway. Right? Then one day after school, I arrived home to find my parents sitting with some strange, professional-looking man. They called me over to join them, then the man told me how he wanted to open a well-known fast-food franchise in the neighborhood. Upon seeing me looking not really interested in what he was saying, he snidely remarked, Come on, you get what I mean. It'd be ridiculous to have three fast food restaurants all in the same place, right? And let's face it, yours is just some fun little kitty's hobby, which will never go anywhere. Take this. 
He held out an envelope. And go focus on your grades. Just leave business to the adults. Furious, I snatched the envelope off of him. Yep, it was full of dollar bills. How dare he try and bribe me? What a jerk. So I threw it back at him, then stormed off. Think about it, Amy. The man shouted after me. Don't go making a decision you'll come to regret. The next day, when I arrived home from school, the man was sitting in my diner eating my awesome pancakes. Ugh, why couldn't he get the hint? I stormed over and told him to leave. He grinned at me, then said, Hmm, these are good. You know, I think there's room for both of our businesses. All you have to do is take some items off your menu. He gestured to the pancakes. And spread some rumors about Mike's diner's hygiene not being up to scratch to close it down, and I'll let you keep your diner. Seeing my confused look, he added another push. I'm only telling you this because I know you're a smart girl. Smarter than that boy. So, choose wisely. Well, that's true. I am smarter than Mike. But this was crazy. I spent all evening considering it. I mean, there's no way I could compete against a big-name franchise. But this way, I stood some sort of a chance, right? But as annoying as Mike was, could I really do this to him? At 2 a.m., I sat up in bed, still so torn about this all. I rushed next door and threw a stone at Mike's window. The light in his room turned on right away. Obviously, he was having a sleepless night too. He looked out and saw me, then he joined me on the porch, and we sat there in silence for a good while. Then he spoke up. Ames, your pancake tower is amazing. Really? Sighing, I replied. Honestly, I drool just thinking about your double-deck burger. But if we don't take those dishes off our menus, I think that man will find a way to close us down. He shook his head. Well, the Ames I know wouldn't quit that easily, right? I let out another long sigh. Yeah, but this is different. They're a big-name franchise. Her small little dining wouldn't be able to hold up for long. Sooner or later... Then we fell back into this despairing silence. I say we can do it. We can do it together. Mike suddenly stood up and pointed at our houses. We have plenty of space to open up one big diner. <laughs> what do you say? Me and him working together? Would that ever work? But, well, nothing's impossible for big girl Amy. I grinned at him. Bring it on. Let's fight till our last breath. So the very next day, we joined forces and started preparing for the opening of the joint diner. Naturally, our parents were, of course, thrilled with the idea. They happily broke down the fences and even built a joint corridor to connect our houses together. We're now officially registered as one business and have all of our food, safety, and hygiene certificates. You know, the boring but official stuff. As for the franchise man, it turns out people in town are loyal to us. So when the story of his dirty tricks spread out, everyone said they'd boycott his restaurant if he ever opened it. So we never heard from him again. Huh, that's karma for you. And what happened next? Well, Mike and I are still running our business together. And it's going pretty well so far. It's a real family affair, with everyone helping out. 
Actually, it turns out running our own business together is far more fun than competing against each other. Maybe Mike isn't as bad as I always made him out to be. And sometimes, I still claim myself to be his girlfriend when I catch a girl lurking around him. I guess he should learn to get used to having only one girl in his life. And thinking about it, I suppose that's always been me. I opened the drawer and, aha, there it was. I'd been looking for this magazine for ages. But as I closed the drawer, I noticed something else. A photo hiding under the magazine. There was a woman and two kids in the photo. A boy and a girl. I was so confused. Hmm, who were they? I turned it over and there was a message on the back that said, This is my new number. Call me more often. I miss you so much. Suddenly my mom came in and I was about to ask her about the photo, but she got mad and started screaming at me to get out of the room. Never, ever come into our room again. Do you hear me, Erin? We have private stuff in here. You know the rules. I, I was just looking for the magazine, I said, and quickly tucked the photo inside before running out of her room. Actually, I knew I wasn't meant to go in my parents' room. But I was doing a school essay on sustainability, and I'd seen an article in my mom's magazine about it a few days back. So I'd searched the whole house to try and find it. Eventually, I knew the only place it could be was their room. So I snuck in. Usually their door was locked, so I was in luck. Ever since I was a kid, I had been forbidden to go in there. But I had no idea why. Back in my room, I couldn't stop staring at the photo. Were these my relatives or something? Long-lost cousins? The boy in the pic looked totally like my dad. Oh no. Reading the note behind it again, suddenly I thought this could be another family of my dad. Do you know what I meant? Yes. What if my dad had a secret family? Maybe he'd cheated on my mom and had this whole other secret life. My inner detective was going crazy. There was nothing else for it. I had to get to the bottom of this and find out the truth. I searched online for the phone number and couldn't believe it when a girl the same age as me popped up. I started scrolling through all her photos and suddenly saw one of a young guy holding a baby and the caption said, Miss the old days of being daddy's little girl. This was insane. I was certain the young guy in the photo was my dad and I needed to talk to the girl ASAP. I messaged her and told her we were related. I even sent some photos of me taken with my dad to prove it. I was shaking when I saw her reply pop up. My dad never mentioned you. Not even once. That hurt me so much. I couldn't believe this girl was actually my dad's daughter too. Now, how am I supposed to break this news to mom? She'd freak out. I couldn't bear the thought of seeing this crush her. So, I decided to go clear things up myself first. A few days later, my dad was going on a business trip to Boston. Again. He was always going to Boston. I'd always believed he was just super busy at work. But now I knew the truth as my dad's secret daughter had confirmed she was also from Boston. I mean, of course she was. So I told my mom I was going to spend the weekend at my friend's house. And the moment my dad left, I jumped in a cab that I'd called and asked the driver to follow him. When we got to Boston, I saw my dad stop outside of a house and then glance around as if he thought he was about to get caught. Then he got out of his car and rang the doorbell. 
A woman came to open, and immediately they started kissing. Then a young girl appeared, and, yep, it was exactly the people in the photo. I was shaking so much, I actually dropped the money for the cab. It felt like my dad had punched me in the chest. I was so upset. He had this whole other family that mom and I had no clue about. I couldn't stand it anymore. Mom didn't deserve this. I walked towards the house and was so focused on what I was planning to say to my dad, I didn't even notice a van pulling up right next to me. Suddenly, everything went black, and I realized I had been blindfolded. A huge hand was covering my mouth so I couldn't even scream. I felt tape being put across my lips, sealing them shut. Then someone yanked me backwards and shoved me into some kind of car. Oh my god, was I being kidnapped? Why? Had my dad seen me and now he was trying to cover his tracks? This was like something out of a movie. They even tied me up. After what felt like a billion hours, we finally stopped and I was dragged out of the car into a cold, dark building. Someone took my blindfold off, but it was so dark inside I couldn't really see anything except a single light bulb above my head. The tape across my mouth was pulled off and I was untied. I wanted to run out of there as fast as possible, but I was terrified. Two men dressed in black were standing in the room and one of them glared at me and said, They think they can hide you forever? <laughs> Who are you? I shouted. Where am I? If it's money you want, call my dad. Please just let me go, I said in what must have been the shakiest voice ever. Don't worry, we're not going to hurt you. We don't even need money. It's your parents we want. In three weeks, they'll be out of prison. And then they'll need to come here to get you back. Then we can really punish you for knowing too many secrets about us. I had no idea what they were talking about. Prison? My parents aren't in prison. You've got the wrong person. One of the men just laughed and said, It's been 12 years, and yet you still don't know about it. Then he walked off laughing his head off. What? What were they talking about? None of this made any sense. My dad was a businessman, and my mom was a housewife. This was all some big mix-up. It had to be. They'd locked me in that dark room. I tried to scream and bang on the door, but no one heard me. Or if they did, they didn't care. The next few days were some of the worst of my life. I didn't think I'd survive. Twice a day, someone slipped food under the door, and I spent most of the time trying to think of ways to escape. There was no window, but there was a small air vent, and if I could just open it, I thought I might be able to crawl through and get the heck out of this disgusting, shabby place. Lucky for me, they'd given me a fork to eat with, and slowly I'd been using it to loosen the screws on the grid of the vent. Finally, on the third night, I waited until everything was dead quiet, and I got into the vent. I crawled through and managed to get out. I was at the back of some old abandoned warehouse. And as I stood up to stretch my legs, someone covered my mouth from behind. Oh, no! How had I got caught so quickly? But then I heard a voice. Shh, are you okay? I almost screamed. <gasps> it was my mom. How did you find me? I asked. But she just grabbed my hand and said, Let's get out of here. Then I'll explain. We climbed through a small gap in the fence, and then I saw a black car by the road. I started to panic again, but my mom told me it was for us. And then as we climbed in, she said to the driver, I got her, James. Let's go. 
It was only then that I finally took a look at my mom and realized what she was wearing. She was in all black and looked like a spy or something. Um, mom, what's going on? My mom bit her lip and said she couldn't hide it from me anymore. What she told me next was unbelievable. Turns out my parents weren't even my real parents. My biological mom and dad used to be members of this mob, but 12 years ago they'd been given an impossible task and they refused to do it, so their boss said he'd harm me as their punishment. My parents had no choice but to turn themselves in and ask the police for protection for me. In return, they gave the police some confidential info about the mob. Whoa, I was shocked. So, you're not my mom? My real parents are in prison? I felt like my head was spinning. How could my life get so crazy? Yep, they're in prison. Back then, the police stormed into the mob's headquarters, but the boss had managed to escape. That's why we put you in the protection program, because we knew he'd come search for you. This was too much! I didn't want such a dramatic life! Then I suddenly remembered there was more drama. Mom, um, I found out Dad was cheating on you, so I followed him here to Boston. Did you follow him too? I mean, how did you find me? This was so weird! My mom didn't look sad at all. She said, actually, he wasn't cheating. That woman and those kids are his family. You see, at the time, he and I were the only two people qualified enough to adopt you, so he actually left his family to fake our family life to protect you. It was all part of the protection program, but he missed his family so much. That's why he went back to see them most weekends. I'm so sorry, Aaron. We didn't expect it to turn out like this. When you didn't come home on Sunday, I used the GPS we set on your phone, and that's how I found you. Okay, my head was spinning even more. Not only were they not my real parents, they weren't even a real couple. This was absolute insanity, and all to protect me? Wow. And as it turns out, it worked out pretty well, because by tracking me, they found the new boss's hideout, and now the police had arrived and he was finally being arrested. As for me and my family, we had to pretend to be a real family. For now. And actually, it wasn't that hard, because I loved them so much, and they'd sacrificed the past 12 years of their life to protect me. I'd be eternally grateful to them, and my biological parents would be out of prison soon, and then I'd be reunited with them. I don't remember anything about them, but they also sacrificed their lives to protect me, so they must be pretty amazing, right? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. 
That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.